This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Next on Plains FM, we have Movie Talk, a program for all things cinema-esque, for the discerning film and video junkie. talk today we'll be looking at the latest avengers adventure black widow an offbeat comedy from france bye bye morons and homosexual issues in ireland in dating amber you don't know everything about me i've lived a lot of lives before i was an avenger before I got this family, I made mistakes choosing between what the world wants you to be. And who you are. Black Widow is the latest Avengers action adventure which carries on mainly with a female superhero character. Carolyn Brown has been off to the Alice cinemas to see this highly entertaining but complex movie. Carolyn, you're very much an Avengers fan. How did you cope with a wide variety of characters in Black Widow? Oh, I really enjoyed setting, seeing them being set up for future movies as well. Like It, it closed off a couple of story <laughs> arcs. Right. And every, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it was good. Yes, you've been given <laughs> instructions to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do another job at the end there. It is, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, no, that's in the credit scene. Easter egg spoiler there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, so this film follows on immediately after Civil War, um, which came out like four or five years ago That's now. that film, Avengers. Avengers Civil, Civil War. Civil War, yeah. So which mm-hmm. came out in about yeah. 2016, mm-hmm. 2017, I think. So you can be forgiven for being a bit confused. You're sure it wasn't after the Endgame movie? <laughs> no, no, Endgame's oh. is right at the very end. So this is between Civil <laughs> War and Infinity War. Infinity, Avengers Infinity Wars. Yeah. And so it's a time where the other Avengers aren't around. They've been taken out by the actions that happen in Civil War. So Black Widow's on her own. So I see. That's why you don't <laughs> see any other Avengers in the movie. Yeah, I wondered where they'd all got to. But yeah. it also nicely, because um, Nata- uh, the character, she you don't really have, have found out much about her in the previous Marvel film. She's a, a side character, but she's still a main character. So this film really sets up where she's come from and why she is mm. the way that so she is. So the beginning of the film is much earlier. You she see is. It is much earlier. It's a backstory, girl. but also mm. a continuation of events that are happening at that time. Yeah. So that's where the conf- I can see why people get confused over what's Thank happening. Thank you. <laughs> But I think they do it really well, and and it's a new director. It's not um, a director who's done any of the other Marvel films, so that's taken a new and it's direction. And it's a woman, a female um, director, yep, Kate, Kate Shortland. Shortland. Yeah, and, and it's also Aussie. produced by a, um, a woman, and the cinematographer was... Um, a woman also. Yeah, this, and yeah. one day that will mm. be just normal. It won't be anything to comment on. Because <laughs> you don't talk about, oh, it's had a male director and it's had a male writer and it's had a male editor. And it's had... well, so, yeah, 
Yes, I will have got rid of all the male... um... Well, maybe one time it will be both of them. Um, The screenwriter for this is a male, um, and he also did uh, Ragnarok, um, Thor Ragnarok. So that's why there's quite a bit of... Um, funny humour, uh, quite quippy lines in this film. Oh, I see, same, yeah, yeah, same yeah, yeah. But um, it, there are some really good. Act- I really enjoyed the acting. It's got Rachel Weiss in it, who's a well-known, established actress. She plays um, Natasha's mother, and David Harbour from Stranger Things. He's in it, and Florence Pugh, and she's very much been set up as a future character in the Marvel. Yeah, well, that's uh, the. Um the, the Black Widow's sister. Another Black Widow, yeah, yeah Black she, Widow's she, sister. That's a young, slightly younger sister. I think. Yeah, yeah, slightly younger mm. sister. So you get to find out why mm. Natasha is the way she is and what's happened, what her story is during the two years between Civil War and Infinity, and it's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Did um, you? <laughs> yes, I did. No, it had, I mean, to me, it was amazingly good filmmaking. Yeah. Um, yeah, this wide field that this film... But yeah, I, I did get a bit confused because it sort of had um, associations or almost scenes from other movies. You know, they're, oh, they're back in Russia and Budapest right, yeah. now and these places, <laughs> or they're off some, oh, we've been here before. Now, is this before or after? You know? Yeah, you do take, you do need you, to know you, what's going you, on in the Yeah, Marvel well, world. I gather you, you, you have seen them all, or you, but yeah, you've got them all at home I've now. I've got them all at home. Um, <laughs> another thing to mention is usually these films are on the big screen, like you always see them at the mainstream theatres, and we went and saw it at Alice. And I actually really enjoyed seeing it on the mid-screen rather than the massive screen because my eyes weren't darting all over the place trying to take in all the action. It was all in front of me, and it, it felt more intimate in a way. I felt like that was more part of the movie. So big yeah. ups for seeing it on a mid-screen as opposed to the massive one. Yeah, and I mean, even the um, the action sequences are so yeah, you know, so they, big, they so are hard-hitting. I mean, they, 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 I've seen it described a few times in different articles about the film as sort of choreography because you can see the way that they're put together. Yeah, it, and it's I'm, quite amazing. It is. And even I'm, if they're quite violent, they're still... I mean, that does really separate it out from for being a comic film because you never see... Well, actually, you do in this film. You see the injuries sustained <laughs> after these fantastical um, car explosions and fight scenes and where everyone just gets up and fights again and again, even though they've just, like, been sucker-punched in the mm. esophagus kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's one of the yeah. fantasy bits about well, the film. Well, yes, well, first of all, you do see her as a, a teenager with um, her, her, her sister and they're, they're living out in the Ohio countryside. Mm. And then all of a sudden the father insists that they leave there. This is, the father, you assume, mother and father. And it's only afterwards you find out that they're not really their parents. Not too many plot spoilers. No, no, but this is, you're supposed to know all no, this. No, you're not <laughs> yeah. supposed to know all this. You and, date the they take them off to Russia. <laughs> Black Widow, you don't know her backstory. You get a bit of it in yeah. the Age of Ultron um, where she has these flashbacks to the Red Room. And the Red Room really plays a part in this film. But you don't actually know much about her. So mm. this is, yeah, 
Yeah. So, yeah. And you were saying you saw this on a smaller screen, but close up. And, um, at, at Alice. At Alice's. Yeah, yeah, at Alice's. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, I yeah. thought it, 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 it's not a place where big blockbuster films are usually <laughs> no. seen. They're usually yeah. seen on the bigger the screen, the better, and the louder the noise. But I actually really enjoyed having that smaller screen. It was awesome. Okay. Well, thank you very <laughs> much, Carolyn. Thanks. <laughs> was Carolyn Brown with her views on Black Widow and I'm Hans Petrovic on Movie Talk on Plains FM 96.9. Il n'existe aucune trace de votre accouchement. Puis retrouver un enfant abandonné sous X depuis 30 ans, c'est très difficile. À ce point Oui, ça c'est normal. Hein. Donner ses données, reprendre ses volets. Je m'excuse, mais je trouve ça trop injuste. Quoi, on peut rien faire alors Ça peut prendre du temps. Oui, c'est-à-dire j'ai un souci de santé. Si vous êtes pressé, on s'en sort plus. Excusez ma grossièreté. Adieu les cons. Bye Bye Morons is an award-winning, darkly comic French film that follows three people on a helter-skelter journey around Paris in search of a mother's child. Ian Cumming has been off to the Lumiere cinemas to see this very offbeat movie. Ian, I don't think I've ever seen a film quite so madcap. What did you think of Bye Bye Morons? Well, this is the type of film I think only the French would make, could make, could write and, 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 um, uh, and show. You know, it's a, it's a black comedy, of course. Yeah. Well, not of, what it is. Um, and, but it's hugely enjoyable and such fun. It's got so many surprises because everything they do, it turns, twists the plot around. I mean, I'm going to give a bit away. It opens up with this fellow's uh, attempted assassination. Oh, you're going to, I was just going to say, you've got to take care with plot spoilers. Yeah, well, that's the only one I'm going to... Oh, You'll well, just mention that okay. one. OK. Yeah, this, but things go wrong with that. I won't say what. <laughs> but, and, um, well, perhaps, and that's the start of the film, and you wonder, what the heck could that happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, also, slightly before that scene, actually, the, the hairdresser called Suze gets her diagnosis of a terminal illness. And she's determined to find her son, born when she was 15, so that the baby was adopted. Yeah. And then she's joined on her journey by the man you just mentioned. Uh, yeah, a 50 who's still alive. Oh, yes, absolutely, mm. yeah. Uh, a 50-something um, uh, computer whiz with, middle, with burnout, really, I guess, um, and he'd just been demoted. And then we have a blind man, for, for goodness sake. He's an archivist in a vault of films. Yeah. Well, he even ends up driving a car. Well, yes. In the streets of Paris. <laughs> no, it's such fun. And the unlikely trio then are on the quest, and it has a series, really, what we, you've alluded to already, a series of hilarious set pieces, you know, anarchic, off-the-wall, um, <laughs> crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. I've never seen a film quite so offbeat as this because you honestly simply don't know what could they possibly do next. But sure as anything, they do. And I mean, that, that couple, the um, fellow who attempted suicide at the start and that woman looking for her, young, her child, they, they sort of get come closer and closer together. And even for them, there's a rather surprising ending, yeah. <laughs> which we won't... Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so this is a triumph, really, for Al... Well, it was a triumph, is a triumph, for Albert Dupontel, who wrote it, who um, directed it, and was the, uh, the, the, the middle-aged man. Yeah. Well, would you believe that actually won seven Caesar... Film awards—that's the French Oscars sort of thing—and uh, um, and that included best film and best director of about a year ago. This happened. So best film, best director, best actor, 
best supporting actor, best screenplay, best photography. Yeah. No. And, uh, and I think it deserves all of those because I just honestly could, wouldn't have... I didn't know what to expect out of a film about morons. But, I mean, I don't know if morons quite the word I'd use for them. Well, they're, they're, <laughs> they're very unusual. Well, right? it is. There was a French title to it, and I, 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 haven't, I wasn't able to find it, but um, I think it's, um, it was on screen. And it's, uh, you know, by, we had it in English, Bye Bye Morons, but the French, yeah. uh, you know, version underneath. But perhaps that, uh, well, that's the way I suppose they wanted it to be translated. So we'll have to go with morons. But they, <laughs> they are, they're really on a moronic journey, aren't they, though? <laughs> it certainly are. No, I just, uh, you know, the, uh, I, I mean, to me, the film seems to be made as a sort of a social comment on the world today, how much highly technical it has got. Half their discussion there uh, between the men, particularly in the businesses, is about technical issues, and they use a lot of technical words in their conversation. If they want to check something, they got their... Um, so, you know, there's something there to carrying around um, to, to be able to check out whatever information they want. They can do it on the spot there, even if they get it wrong. I mean, it's just like when they want to use that thing to set off the... Um, fire alarms in this big building. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, but instead they set off the fire extinguishers yeah, yeah. instead. That certainly gets all the people out of the house, yeah. out of the yeah. building. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, so you get um, yeah, all of that, and they toss in all these other things. I mean, they have, for some reason, the it's written in there that they have these confusions about their uh, uh, other people's names. They will make those sort of pronounce... Or, uh, there are somebody else's surname in five different ways. You yes. know, blink, blonk, blank, and black o, and and, and you, you never know quite which which way this film is going. And it doesn't do this with just one person, but there's about two or three of them. That well, at the start of the to. film, there the, the the very first scene is where she's sitting there with the the specialist, the doctor, and he uses some uh, what's the word? He um, he he doesn't tell her directly, indirectly. He tries to make a uh, here's an example, and he and I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember what the example was, but it confuses her even more. Yeah, well, uh, she's uh, got some autoimmune disease which yeah, could yeah. kill her off shortly right. afterwards. And it, yeah. it confuses such, and he's talking like this, and he looks up. Yeah. And she's gone. Yeah, she yeah. But, yeah, well, he was talking sort of highly medical, um, yeah. uh, technical medical terms all the way through. That I mean, I couldn't understand what he was saying. No. So when she asked, directly asks him a question for a simple answer, yeah. how does this affect me, he goes off into another one of these technical yeah. things. And that sets the, <laughs> sets the, uh, the scene, and it's the first scene, and it sets the, the tone, I suppose you could say, of the film. Film, yeah. Um, you can't take it seriously, but there's... A, um, there's some. There's a message. There are several messages in there, of course. In what way do you mean about in, sort well, of world society? Well, today? yes, and, and you know about about age being overtaken by youth and age discarded, like this man in his fifties, very yeah. talented uh, computer whiz, and he's he's told that um, um, in a very roundabout sort of way, he gets the message that he's no longer wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Well, this is this is something that's being. Uh, I think the Academy and Lumiere showing this one. This is a film that was in the film festival. Oh, very before. much so. And yeah. I must say, I'm grateful that they kept it on well, afterwards. Yeah, so it was one of the films I saw. Six films at the festival. I didn't ha happen to see that one. Oh. But I knew it was coming back, and I, I really chuffed that I was able to see it and and talk about it with you. So yes, good stuff. Wonderful. Yeah. Good.
OK, thank you, Ian. That was Ian Cumming helping me with Bye Bye Morons. I'd like to thank the sponsor of this show, the Harcourts Grenadier Accommodation Centre, which is now located at 98 Morehouse Avenue. If you're looking for a place to live, check out the Harcourts Accommodation Centre website, www.assetmanagers.co.nz. That address again, www.assetmanagers.co.nz. Eddie shifted a girl today. Oh. Word is he didn't touch her tits, though. Jack! A guy to lovemaking. How come he didn't touch Tracy's boob? Jesus, Ken! Amber, what's for lunch? Carpet? Not today. Your mum's getting shampooed. Did you throw a rock at me? I'll go out with you. What? Do you want to go out or not? Okay. What the hell what are I... you doing? We're gay. Gay for boobs? I'm not gay. Yes, you are. So am I. Dating Amber studies the frustrations and fears of two gay teenagers, a boy and a girl, struggling to hide their true selves from friends and family. Sue Freeman has been off to the Alice Cinemas to see this confronting movie about the difficulties of coming out. Sue, this film is set in Ireland back in 1995. What did you think of Dating Amber? Well, I, it was described as a comedy, but I didn't actually see no, it as a comedy. No, I don't think you should see it as such. It, no. there, were some f there were some funny, quirky oh, moments. Oh, I got a few laughs out of yeah, it. Yeah, there were a few laughs, but actually it is quite confronting. And seeing the struggles that, that both those young yes. people went through, I thought the actor and the actress playing the, the main roles were amazing. I thought they were really good. Yeah. Particularly Amber, actually. She really stood out to, for me. Oh, she, she's yeah. A, yeah, wonderful. She was, she was wonderful. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a really... Lola Petty group. Yeah. She's a wonderful young actress. Really good, mm. really good movie. I, I really recommend it yeah. for anyone to go to because it highlights what young people then and actually now, I don't think I wonder how much has really changed. Yeah, well, this is it. I mean, as we were discussing after we saw the film, mm. um, they don't say out loud when the film is set, although there is two scenes yeah. where you see yeah, number 1995 festival yeah. or something mm. written on the side of a building. And the whole point is that the writer and director of this film, David Frayne, he is Irish, yeah. and... Um, I believe, I understand that he wrote this film on his own... He himself is gay, yeah. and he wrote this film on his own experience as a teenager, mm. which would have been back in the 1990s. Yeah. And the amazing thing is uh, Ireland at that time, um, it, 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 over there, homosexuality was still illegal until 1993. Mm. And it was after that that... Um, uh, yeah, the country eased up uh, on the, this, but um, and this is the nineties over there. Was also the time that the attitude of people changed, and the children's attitude towards their parents, who were still extremely conservative yeah. in Ireland, and their attitude towards the church, which was mm. also about pushing yeah. for these yeah. extremely over mm. um, 
by, by modern stand, by present day standards, you know, they, they were pushing um, against all these uh, sort of things there. And this is the time that uh, writer director David Frayne is bringing out in this film. Yeah. And so, going by that, I assume that things have changed somewhat in Ireland. Well, I think by they've now. changed somewhat. I, I wonder how much they actually have changed because I know for women getting, um, trying to get an abortion, um, up until recently, that's been really difficult. Yeah. But all that notwithstanding, mm. um, yeah. that the challenges that those two young people faced and the solution they came to by becoming a couple. To yeah, pretend to yeah. everyone. I thought was, yeah, it was quite brilliant. Yes, it's, mm. yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, because I mean, what's so surprising to me is the intolerance of the other school kids. They were in final year of high school. Now, well, look what's going on with girls' and, high and, and, and all, the boys' all these schools. Other kids, you mm. know, the, the way they were against them, they could yeah. see that they didn't have at the beginning. They didn't have their own boyfriends or girlfriends or anything. They were individual people, so they automatically assumed uh, that they must be something homosexual or something about them, and um, and they were giving both of them a hard time uh, separately. I mean, these well, two they were being bullied. Yeah, they were being yeah. bullied all the mm. time. And you get this, yeah. and 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 like the boy in particular, he won't admit to anyone. No. About this potential homosexuality uh, no, uh, coming up. No, even they don't know. His father used to be in the army or in the military yeah. of some kind, and so he intends to go in there too, to essentially to cover himself. Yeah. His beliefs, you know. I mean, this is all pretty amazingly heavy. And the mother suspects something, and she tries to talk to her son, and he just clams up. He won't say a word. And mm. Amber really helped. She helped him. Yes. Oh, the... yes, yes, yes. I mean, to me, that is the uh, the beauty of the um, film um, because uh, the, 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 between them there's a, a close friendship mm. develops. They get to understand each other. They know each other's problems yeah. and therefore they can sort of sympathise with each other there. Yeah. And so, so this, rela it's, uh, this relationship soon becomes a journey of sort of self-acceptance for each one, yeah. of friendship, support and escape from all mm. the uh, bad issues. And dare I say it, Hans, as a woman to a man, that that girl shows more emotional maturity than the boy, but we all know that, don't we? Oh, School. yes, but, I, but we never admit that. No, no. no. But I mean, well, in that case, I'm going to tell you another high point. In this. <laughs> that, that point uh, this is one time I couldn't help but laugh. That was early in the film when we saw this, I think it was a nun, uh, unless, she, unless she was just a nurse, <laughs> this nun got up and uh, she was going on and she was all in favour of um, good, honest sexuality between men and women. Yeah. And so she announces to us that uh, while talking in favour of people's sexuality, she states that um, for women that... Um, that they they can at the time of sex coming up mm. um, that they can ask Jesus Christ to provide um, women's vaginas with lubrication, oh. which is needed for easy entry. Now I've never <laughs> heard such a line in a movie before. <laughs> Only an Irish film <laughs> would you get away it's with that? Really, yes, really, and amazing that a nun. I'm sure a nun. Do you really think a nun would say something like that? Hmm. Well, an Irish one, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and to a group of school kids, I mean, I know when I was at school and we had 
our sex education class, if anyone had said that anything, any comment like that, I would have, I would have been under the desk, hiding my ears and my eyes. Well, I mean, to me, to this, these sort of issues never arose when I was in high school, and this is going back quite a long time now. But, but um, even in the final years, okay, the, the boys and the girls, they both understood about sexual mm. issues, and there could have been a bit going on somewhere. Uh, but um, it was never discussed openly by anyone or talked about. We talked with other... The boys talked amongst themselves about the whole thing, but... Um, but, but never the issue, the, the problems and these other issues no. involved, no. The, the, or, or, of cases of, of this no. coming up. It just never happened. No. But anyway, I, I, I think it's an excellent, enjoyable I do. coming out. I movie. really enjoyed it. Yeah, really uh, enjoyed yeah. it. Great uh, movie. Yeah. And yeah. now, just before I go, I've got to add on a little bit for the Alice Cinema. This is changing subjects slightly, yes. but they've also. Next week, they've got a the Jewish International Film Festival coming up with six six films. Um, that mostly drama. There's one documentary. There's a coming of age film there. But um, this is quite. It should be quite interesting. I can't remember us ever having a six film Jewish festival before. This is, there's even one called Asia. And would you believe it's not about Asia? Asia, Asia is the woman's name in that film. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, so this is something else to look out for. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. That was Sue Freeman with her views on Dating Amber, and I'm Hans Petrovic, inviting you to listen to Movie Talk again on Plains FM 96.9 at midday next Wednesday. Mm-hmm.